0: Take five. Hello, everyone. Thanks for coming back to listen to us crazy sisters talking football in March. But what can we say? We love fantasy football. Make sure to hop over to HerFantasyFootball.com and subscribe so you can hear from us during the offseason. And check us out on iTunes and Stitcher and give us a nice ranking because we're awesome and you're awesome. Thank you. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. March Madness is upon us. I wish I liked college basketball. <laughs> oh, I have to. It's on <laughs> all my TVs because my husband's obsessed with
1: it. Which I know, but it's like fantasy for March, so like, I'll participate in a bracket even though I have like, never watched it all year. <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> You know, the year that I won the bracket, I just picked everyone that was good in 1999.
0: It's <laughs> <I> always been <laughs> ridiculous like that, or like a u- uniform color. That's why I was going to say or... uniform colors. Just stick with the blues, although Duke did lose that early, yeah. so that messed a the lot gate. of people up. We're a Duke family, so it's been kind of quiet in mm-hmm. our house. Oh, I thought you guys were a Penn State family. In football. We're Duke, we're Duke oh. in basketball, yes, yes. We're very oh, into college okay. sports over there in the Kirby household, yeah. What are you in cricket? <laughs> we just love cricket so much we can't pick favorites, so, uh-huh. yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I know everybody's frustrated that they have to watch college basketball because we all want to know where Mark Sanchez is going, right? Ugh, Everybody? So
1: true. <laughs> I check the computer Daily.
0: Daily daily
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> maybe to see his pretty pretty face but i care less where he lands oh per se. so good so as courtney said you know our website i did a, a an article last year about the never-ending butt fumble of Ma- mark sanchez that has videos and all this other stuff and it's so funny to see it randomly spike in popularity because everyone's looking up the butt fumble because his name was in the news again. Yeah, yeah. Like literally, everyone just started Googling butt fumble. <gasps> did you and we see just happened that, that sports science where they did the analysis on the butt fumble and says yes, that there's no possible way that he could not have fumbled with the direct hit from the butt that he got? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, it was fa- they, they literally like, did analysis on the exact angle, the speed. I, it, if people are Googling the butt fumble, Google the sports science of the butt fumble. It is equally as fabulous. Yeah, and it's like, I, I actually feel bad for him because it did actually say, basically, yeah, that happened to him. It's real. Period. It's, it was real. But it's still, it just really encapsulated I mean, there's worse things the to be known year. for than the butt fumble. Okay, no, there aren't. No, there aren't. No, no, no. Aren't. No, it's, no. It's, <laughs>
0: no. It's the worst. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Oh... oh. Poor, Poor guy. guy. But it was Poor fun. Sanchez. He seems At nice. At least he didn't get stabbed.
1: Yeah, and he dated even Longoria for a while. He's
0: got, he's got that going for him. Oh, I was like, lucky she didn't stab him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh Eva, she's, that was an odd <laughs> transition. I <laughs> was <see>. like, uh,
1: <laughs> I just want to throw in the fact that he did Eva Lagoria.
0: Like, that's impressive. Like, she's uh, a hot. She's hot. I was trying to talk about Mike yeah. Wallace getting stabbed, but I appreciate you and Mike thank Williams. You, Mike Williams, yeah. excuse me. Thank you, Eva, for not stabbing Mark Sanchez. Yeah. We appreciate you. We're, we're all thankful yes. for that.
1: <laughs> but that does mm-hmm. lead into a little more money, more problems, mm-hmm. because Mike Williams did get stabbed. By his brother, which I think is hilarious. And his brother turned himself in and uh, he got stabbed in the thigh in this. He got stabbed. Ouch. Yeah. Generally during, you know, they were, I guess, just kind of wrestling around horseplay, if you will. I mean, if I had a nickel for every time I stabbed one of you two in the thigh <laughs> when we were horseplaying around, I mean, who has a knife in their hand when they're horseplaying around? And also what 30 year old men horseplay?
0: <laughs> i'm sure a lot do i don't know it's a weird conversation it's kind of like
1: <laughs> yeah do
0: they really not look I, at each other's penises when they're going to the bathroom you know like i'm sure they do so many questions yeah. so Men many things weird. that we don't know being weird. sisters yeah. without having brothers we don't know we don't know
1: maybe <laughs> no it brothers do horseplay with part about getting maybe i mean it was weirdest part about getting married for sure I had no idea what boys were like. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm, I, Not, I'm terrified. I, I was raised with two sisters, so sometimes their logic is so interesting. <laughs> I think I'm going to say... I feel highly it's like, ill-equipped to, uh, to, look, like, to live with one. Why wouldn't you put glassware near the sink or a place to get a beverage? Because like they've the already the got a knife in their hand. They can't put the glass. <laughs> <somewhere else. laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so good it's
1: like I, I don't understand so it's, it's an interesting deal it took, it took two years to get my husband to realize he couldn't sweep until I did the counters <laughs> that's actually a true story because he just wanted to sweep all the time and I was like yeah but when I clean the counters stuff falls on the ground you have to redo it that's okay no no, no that's not okay because it's not efficient and that's going to bother Brandon
0: my biggest problem, I think, was uh, how to load the dishwasher properly. I think that's where we kind of lost our communication because I didn't, I didn't understand how he was doing it. Like, you know, now we have small children. Why would you put the knives in the front? That doesn't make sense to me. Babies Please. like to grab those. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know. We're back to the night. Probably isn't Maybe. smart to put the big pan over the hole that injects water up to everything and helps circulate the soap. I don't know. Call me crazy. Um, but, you know, we've been married forever now, so he does what I tell him to. <laughs> It's slash. Not it's, not it's
1: not true. Yeah. It's like Or Courtney just moves the pan after the fact. Yeah, like, I just organize it after
0: he leaves and doesn't tell yeah. him Yeah. Let's call it a yeah, it really It's is. Yeah. true. It's true. Pick <laughs> your battles, right? <laughs> your battles. Yeah,
1: just tonight, Chris and I were cooking and he literally shooed me away in the middle of it. Now I got this. What? <laughs> Yeah, no, I got this. I guess I wasn't sautéing it in a way that made sense to him. Mm. Is, now I don't mm. know how people sauté, but it's pretty. Pretty <laughs> sure you just kind of like push the vegetables around like, a bit, right? And he was like, "No, no, no, no! It needs to be evenly distributed." I was gonna say, are, I was, were you crowding? Like, well, were you crowding your veggies?" That's true. I guess I was crowding <laughs> my veggies. And then I was like, ah. Oh. Rookie mistake. Who crowds their veggies, the student Brandon? Student has become the mess. Well, see, that's, this is that's where you take, you take advantage of marriage. it,
0: Brandon. It's like, oh, yeah, so I, I can't did. do I it right. The Let me sit down and you cook dinner for us. And then just do it mm-hmm. every time now. Every t- I every can't do it right, honey. Okay. You just probably should cook. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, those are our it's problems, even stuff. though we don't have the more money yeah, to go with it. Those are our mm-hmm. problems. This is what happens when there's no football, yeah. people. <laughs> there's a couple this of real problems, though. You
1: know, Jim Kelly has cancer, which is very sad. That's sad. That's true. True. So, big shout out and a lot of love to him. He has decided to forego um, surgery because it's not really going to help him out at the moment. Basically, doing chemo and radiation. So, lots of love being sent your way. And then they got a couple rule mm. changes, which really isn't more money, more problems. Like, it could cause some problems down the road. Maybe, maybe. Problems for me. <laughs> so they decided to table the whole pushing back of the extra point kick. Um, so that will not be a new rule that's going to happen this year. But they are going to test it out in two games in the preseason. So... They're going to do the extra point attempt from the 20-yard line just for two games and see kind of how that plays out. They also decided to table to kick off being pushed back to the 40-yard line. Um, but other than that, really, they do have they did, you know, I guess kind of initiate the rule that if the N-word or any sort of slur is used, a flag will be thrown. But that didn't have to be approved. I guess it technically still falls under um, mm. some of the old rules as far as uh, what's the word I'm looking for being appropriate decorum
0: (laughs) i don't think they use that in football rules decorum
1: i don't think the word decorum has ever been used in football
0: decorum no Uh, no
1: uh unsportsmanlike conduct that's what i'm thinking of Uh, yeah decorum yeah very similar to decorum
0: so are they gonna they're gonna are they gonna inject you if you it's you do it twice in a game I think that's what, I mean, this is basically just saying that they basically are moving forward with it. It just says
1: that, um, and throw flags for taunting, and yeah, it didn't didn't require rule change, because it falls under the current unsportsmanlike conduct rule, which will now be coined as the decorum rule for the 2014 (laughs) season. (laughs) Well, it should be. Can you
0: believe his decorum? (laughs) Oh, Sue. Oh, suing soon. his decorum
1: <laughs> well he's less than an upstanding gentleman oh, So he's no gent
0: So good.
1: foul uh, well I'm glad that out of our more money more problems we have a new rule
0: called the decorum rule but that's really all we got from more money more problems well and hey how about the fact that you can't throw you can't dunk the ball over the field goal post anymore yes. how did I forget that how- all because
1: of your boy Jimmy well, was it, was yeah I was going to say what reasons? is Jimmy going to yeah. do
0: yeah Jimmy's going to find a different way
1: to celebrate yeah why did they even make that rule? It's so not well, a big deal. Well, no, it deal. is. Because is it when they, because they, when when they that... do
0: it, they mess up the, how the field goal post is leveled. And so they have to yeah. re-level it every time somebody does that to make Which sure. Which reminds me, they, did, they raised it from 30 to 35 feet to also help
1: kind of prevent people from dunking. Oh, I didn't know that. That's going to be harder yeah. for long kits. It is but... going to be harder for kickers. So yeah. that makes people like Prater, who can kick that long ball, Jenikowski and the crew uh, a little more valuable next year because it's going to be raised up five feet. Yeah, well, that's good. It can't be thirty feet high. Yeah, so it's increase increasing uprights from thirty to thirty-five feet tall. I don't that, want can't feet. Sound. That, can't that can't be. That can't be right. That can't be But but the top the, but the feet, top of the mean, uprights. You got to think you like from the top that goes. Do, do, do.
0: Oh, so actually, oh, the whole post itself is thirty-five yeah, feet uh, tall. Yeah. Nobody can dunk thirty feet I'm,
1: <laughs> that okay, that's that's I'm aware mentioned. of. Not even well, NBA that's, players. That's where I was going. I was like, "That's uh, impossible." We should edit that part out like, so people don't think we're like
0: even thought that was really, you know, a possibility. Are
1: you kidding me? <laughs> I have to keep that in.
0: I'm not going to edit that out. <gasps> and,
1: Wait, that can't. Well, ha- I. I thought maybe she meant centimeters, and then that didn't make sense. (laughs) I went through a lot of scenarios in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Brandon was trying to find the nice decorum way of saying you're full of it, Ashley. There's no way it's 30 feet. Well, I thought, I think Jimmy Graham's very talented, but I...
0: it's a little much oh wow from from the top from the top from the the tippy tippy top all right brandon what what social media brought to us in this lovely month of march social media is crazy so
1: um peter kimball asks us any predictions for this year's off-season arrests or league policy violations and that was on Facebook. You can check us out. facebook.com dot backslash her fantasy football. Booyah. Off seasons arrests or league
0: policy violations. This is fun. Well, Jim mm. Ursay just got arrested, which is very Ursay, exciting. Yeah. exciting. Um I I you know, <laughs> I don't mind that. Um, I don't know. Who's gonna get arrested this season? I think we're going to have at least one more
1: country music
0: outburst. That's going to happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Riley. Stay away from Keith Urban. <laughs> Riley Cooper set a good standard. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we're going to have like, triple homicide this year, though. I do have to say, I think it's going to be a low season. Supposedly suppose yeah. there's going to be less hurricanes, too. It's <laughs> a quiet. Quiet season. <laughs> That's actually true. Because I was looking. Because Kristen and I want to like someday take an actual trip, which we have yet to do. Um, we visit family all the time, but that's, you know, what we do. So we were like, we need to go someplace tropical in the fall. But then they were like, it's hurricane season. <laughs> uh, but supposedly it's not going to be as severe, but just, you know. Um, Weather think, brought to you by yeah. Brandon Lee. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> There's a cold front coming For in. For more of her travel details, check it out. on
0: The barometric <sighs> pressure. Uh, uh, no, I I think... I want to see a Raiders. What? I want to see a Raiders guy get arrested. I feel like they've been such little... Been too quiet. Yeah, too quiet, too wussy. Like, they're supposed to be the bad boys and Sue. But Schaub did go over there, so we may have some stalking. There you go. That's There's true. A, that oh, my gosh. If that guy follows
1: him to <laughs> Oakland. Oh,
0: that's dedication to hate right there. Oh, that's sad. That's sad. I could see <laughs> sad. some uh,
1: serious substance abuse... Uh, violations this year, but a lot of states legalizing some drugs could be an issue. Yeah, and I see that being a lawsuit. Lawsuit. Are you gonna? Like are I you actually gonna... think that a player is gonna say it's legal. But you know, so's reindeer antlers or whatever. What is that again? <laughs> what? What is reindeer antlers?
0: <laughs> the antler stuff that supposedly Ray Rice used. Oh yes, yeah, so the enhancing drug. Right. Yeah. Performance enhancer drugs that they give to animals to like recover faster or something. We're we're in off season mode. Yeah. I hope you are enjoying yeah. It it's a uh, antler or something. Right, right. Um yeah, I think I think most likely it'll be um marijuana Deer street antler. drugs than you yeah. know, the ba- the basic baseball, you know, performa- performance enhancing drugs. Um, That's seen what the majority
1: of all the drug issues were last year. Remember correctly. I mean, we had a little Molly thrown in there. We had weed.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That was kind of uh, the mm-hmm. big ones, more so than performance enhancing.
0: Right. It was just right. substance mm-hmm. abuse infringement. We're not talking about small testicles here. We're just talking about you know a little grass smoking. <sighs> Thank God. Little stanky, little stanky stuff. stuff. <laughs> Uh,
1: that, and I, as a Broncos fan, uh, dread and predict that Von Miller, again, will have some sort of issue because we just can't seem to get him on the field. So <laughs> whatever that may be, uh, unbelievable. I'd love to know what he plays like. <laughs> Seriously. I would. Seriously. I'm I'm over it. Um, Jonathan Dolan, also on Facebook. What will the Rams do with their first two first-round picks. By the way, that means they have, I phrased the question incorrectly, they have two first-round picks, number two and number 13, which is crazy. So, um, ladies, what do you think? I think they're in need of a wide receiver for sure.
0: Yeah, I think, um, yeah, they just picked up uh, their backup quarterback, so I don't think they're going to get a young quarterback with those... Early picks. Yeah, um, Sean Hill just went there. Yeah, I think that we're probably yeah we're going for a tackle. Um, Robinson, I believe his name is. Um, I like, think Greg if Robinson. he's yeah. if I think they'll take him with the number two pick is my guess. Number third. Yeah, because everyone. wants Yeah, a every, and there's if not there's a him, lot Watkins. of good linemen out this year, and there's a lot of good wide receivers out this year, so they're lucky they have two really high picks because they get to get two really good guys in both positions, so. Uh, well,
1: it'd be nice to get a tackle to protect Bradford, give him a little time, help him be a little less injury-prone.
0: Yeah. And then
1: get a wide receiver, he can actually throw it to somebody.
0: Right, and then if Bradford... Walkins would be a good pick. Yeah. Who, what's he, the one, Evans, maybe? For a wide receiver, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like their whole wide receiver core, though, is, like, 15 and under. I know. <laughs> I think they have the youngest yeah. wide receiving core in the league, so it's kind of like, gosh, it would have been nice if they would have... Kind Got a vet from up and free yeah. agency. Yeah. yeah. I was really surprised that they kind of ignored that because I thought, you know... I mean, Tavon Austin had kind of an up-and-down season, but it's fine. It's his rookie year, and the quarterback situation was crazy. I, I, I don't have any, you know, real judgments about that. In fact, it, you know, once we get to, you know, when we're really talking about these positions, I feel like he's someone that you just literally are throwing a dart and hoping it hits something. Um, but I, I just... I don't know. I, I'd i like them to to do the lineman. but, you know, I just feel like, you know, if you have Jadavian Clowney there, I don't know why you wouldn't pick him. I know that they're okay on defense and their offense is the problem, but I just feel like they're going to lean on Zach Stacey. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm someone that likes to pick the athlete, but I don't know. Yeah, but they also need, Stacey needs to have a lineman to actually get through a hole and a lineman to protect Bradford so that they can get the ball in the air a bit to free up.
0: Stacy to run. Yeah, I know? agree. I think if they pick a tackle in the in the with their second pick, that Zach Stacy's potential goes up.
1: <sighs> Tackles are so important. I'm so glad they actually starting to get paid now, the yeah. money that they're due. Because um, before they're making league minimum, and you know, without a solid offensive line, I think we've all seen what that does. Yeah, I mean, Blue. I'd go tackle. Yeah. I agree with you, Brandon. It'd be hard to pass over Clowney because he is such a, a specimen, but. Uh, they need they need some help on the offense. I still think Houston's going to take. Clowny. I think so. I know everyone thinks they're he's going to take. They're going to take a uh, Blake Bortles, which I like Blake Bortles. No problems with Blake Bortles. He's but... big enough to play tackle. <laughs> <laughs> he's big enough to play defensive end. Too. Oh, that's. <laughs> I don't know. They just picked, a... they just picked up Brian Fitzpatrick though. So I don't, I'm not saying Fitzy's the answer. Although I love Fitzy, and I hope the beard will be around for 2014 as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know it's warm in Texas, but keep, keep it. Keep the beer. <laughs>
0: Here's
1: our plea. Keep it. Uh, okay. So now we're going to Twitter, though, real quick. Okay. So Michael Ryan, who is at randomname2011, I wonder when he joined Twitter. <laughs> um, <laughs> he asks three questions, so we're going to break it up. Number one, how relevant will Johnny Menzel be? Are we, now, I okay. guess I'll I guess I start this with just being like, I don't personally draft rookie quarterbacks. Does that mean I missed out on Andrew Luck his rookie year? Yeah. If you're in a dynasty league, it's a little different, but to me, he would be at most a number two, and that's if I'm a fan of the team that he goes to.
0: Yeah, I think that we're there's four or five quarterbacks going out this year that if they go to the team you know, where they're going to play or they're going to see some playing time. They might be um, people you can pick up during the season. I don't think I would jump on any of them, including Menzel, who I kind of already am- irritates me. Kind of. <laughs>
1: um, it's, early. <laughs> it's, early. Yeah. it's early. I see future show Yeah. It's early. I think we've all made it pretty clear that we don't think that the, of all the positions, quarterback is the position that you kind of take the risk of a rookie with. Because we've said it before, the whole with, you know, RG3, Russell Wilson, that was an outlier. That, that is a rarity. That was a great class. That's like the class of 83 draft with like Marino, with Kelly, with Elway. They were great. But that is not the norm. And so I don't think, especially Manziel, is somebody I would hop on in a fantasy situation where I'd even remotely consider picking him up. Unless it's like maybe like your very last pick or something. I, I no. Don't do it. Don't do Just it. Just stay away from that. Yeah. I'm sure he's, you know, fine. I I don't I I think it's going to be hard to assess his like value to the, you know, league, but as far as your fantasy football team is concerned, I mean, uh, I don't know. Um speaking of your fantasy football team and what's going on this year, his second question, are any Jets receivers worth drafting?
0: Um no no Eric Decker's worth drafting um <laughs> if you get him at the right time um
1: real late real late in the draft because the problem is you gotta depend entirely you gotta figure out what, what the whole Geno Smith Michael Vick situation is gonna play out and what nightmare that could cause well and really do you really need to wait to see how that figures out I'm excited to see how, how that no, figures right? out Really, you think there's an option think there's- you think there's another yeah, option no. I think it's going to be another highly dramatic season, and I'm excited for it. I don't think so. Yeah, but you,
0: you think that Michael Vick is the starting quarterback, yes, right? I do. <laughs> for Ashley obviously thinks it's a competition. I, I think it's so a competition.
1: It's- I do. I think it's competition. I think Vick will initially start, and Vick will get hurt, like always. And Gina will come in. And then they're going to have this random back and forth with when Vic is like maybe healthy again, and they'll put him in and they'll have this weird dynamic where nobody quite knows who the starting quarterback is. It's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, it won't be fun if you're a Jets fan, if you care about winning, but for the rest of us, it's going to be rather amusing to watch it.
0: It's the circus. Right, so the there's NFL. no other
1: option. There's no other option. The option is Vic starts. He yeah. gets hurt. Gino goes in. There's a weird back and forth. To me, that's the end of the yeah. story. And in fact, I would draft Eric Decker, no problem. And then after three games with Vic, you trade him. (laughs) You jump on it. You get, like, he's going to have great stats, and you go, oh, whoa, this is crazy. I'll totally take, you know, I guess, I don't know, Riley Cooper or, you know, someone that seems to be, you know, meh, and just trade him perfect trade trade I think but the problem is people people issue with Eric Decker and I don't know if anybody gets into this into their analysis later on does anyone talk about Decker later on no no okay so Decker's numbers looked fantastic last year obviously because he had Peyton Manning throwing him the ball with the best offensive season of all time you had another great receiving core around you which opens you up further down the field that's not going to be the case with the Jets I'm not saying he's going to be terrible. I think a lot of people think that literally he's going to go out there and have like five catches all year. That's not going to be the case. He's still going to be the best receiver on the jets, but it's not going to be the same production that you got this year. So if you're drafting by, please, please, please do not look at his numbers last year and expect the same production. It's not going to happen. No, but I think that he, you know, he did a pretty good job with Tim Tebow.
0: I don't I, uh, I don't hate him as much as everyone I'm else I'm excited to write my rest in peace Eric Decker Pinterest board. Um, <laughs> Jeez. I'm just I'm excited. He needs to be right next to Josh Freeman. Boop boop boop. boop.
1: Is this Mark Sanchez, Sanchez going? Sanchez
0: does not have one, and he deserves one. He needs one. one. I agree. That,
1: I think the I think the butt fumble should get its own rest Absolutely. in peace. Absolutely. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get on that. You guys, two separate pages. Two separate pages. One for Mark Sanchez. One
0: for the book. Absolutely,
1: Humble. that Derek Deckard. I actually don't hate Jeremy Curley for where you will be able to get him.
0: Yeah, if if they're yeah, gonna have any success well. at all,
1: he's a plug and play that no one's gonna talk about, no one's gonna care, and and you know perhaps they shouldn't, you know, uh, but I think that. He's, he was effective last year some games, and I think that'll happen again, especially if he has Michael Vick there. We're talking wide receiver three here, people. <laughs> okay. Just to be clear. Yes, yes. But bye weeks,
0: I w- there were worse options than Jeremy Curley. And preseason injuries, you guys. I mean, it happens. So I would say keep an eye on the rest of the wide receivers on the Jets. What else, Brandon? Anything else in Is there a third part? Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. Are the Raiders nuts? Yes. Which leads into the next one, which is from at football memo one. And they said, yes, now that the Raiders signed Matt Schaub, who did they go after in their first uh, round pick? And that kind of leads us into Ashley's commentary at the top. So thanks for all your social media questions, because I think we're in the show now.
0: We're in the show all right, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> is that a song? No. That was a song. It's my song. It's, yeah, yeah it's, the Her, it's on the Her Fantasy it's Football really soundtrack. It's good. <laughs> I don't know. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Um, <laughs> we're talking yeah. a lot about the draft, you guys. The draft is <laughs> on May 8th through the 10th, and the ladies of Her Fantasy Football will all be there day one. Woohoo! <laughs> We're gonna be, We're gonna the, be draft. the draft. Um, so make sure you guys. I I, I had an inappropriate conversation with a, a coworker about this, and it popped into my head. So now I have to tell it. He's like, "Okay, well, you get you know Clowney's signature and this guy's signature and blah blah." blah. And I was like, "The only thing I'm gonna be getting from them is whatever they caught in college." <laughs> oh, gross, gross. <laughs> uh,
1: but it was in my head and <laughs> it's not fair <laughs> to keep it there
0: so there it was um, so fair. if you're in new it's york you want to come see us day one we'd love to see you yay um but into our questions so brandon wrote a so nice we post it twice article about the carolina panthers and their lack of wide receivers <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, which leads me into the first question ladies which teams in the nfl really need a successful draft to help their team be successful in 2014
1: yeah um i'm not even sure if oakland knew free agency was going on <laughs> like i think they just forgot like huh when when is that supposed to start when oh shoot I mean they didn't spring ahead, it's their it's clocks. I mean it's the time seriously, it's, the time difference. it's <laughs> ridiculous. They had sixty million to work with and somehow let two of their better players in Jared here, who's a left tackle, and Lamar Houston, defensive lineman, just go to other teams. And they picked up Shaw. Good luck, buddy, now that your left tackle's gone. You know, and Reggie McKenzie is a, <laughs> he's a new GM and is trying to fix decades and I mean decades of damage that Al Davis created. You know, but certainly hasn't had the best start thus far. So they need to have a good draft to try to make up for not only two big losses in these players, but also trying to fill the running back role in losing Rashard Jennings. Another one that I can't believe happened for them. I mean, call me a hater, but I am not sure why McFadden is still considered a viable option as a starter. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: like, seriously, they have quarterback woes, wide receivers, you know, hoping someone can toss him the ball their way. A running back that is good for maybe six games all season and no one to protect the rotation of quarterbacks that I predict is going to happen for the Raiders this season. We know it's going to be like a circus. a little, You know, all three of them just like rotating in and out just like it was going with Houston with And It's a nightmare. It's a complete nightmare, and they have to have a good draft to try to fix some of these problems. I'm not yeah. optimistic about it, but needs to happen how can you be i mean come on it's asinine do you disagree with me no
0: it's i wish i did it would be better show (laughs) but i don't it's all very sad as an oakland (laughs) fan it's like ooh, how do you get excited about picking up shop
1: that's there's no way to get excited no Uh, no no (laughs) i mean and i i will fully admit we all know that this is literally almost a decade of hate for shop and I felt even a little bad for him last year, which is a big step for me. <laughs> but there's <laughs> no way to feel good about this move. Although it is a slight step up from their quarterback woes of, as of last year, of Terrell all prior and whatnot. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Let the circus begin. Uh, you know, I feel like it's a tough question because I feel like everyone needs to have a good draft um, because that's where you build your future. So I, I feel like the draft, you really see the results one or two years later, because then all of a sudden you're like, "Whoops, we have none of these," aka the Broncos' defense. Like, you know, it's unless you have like a top three <laughs> pick, you know. Yeah, and then you see it a little bit quicker if it's if it's someone that that can get in there right away. But even then, I, I feel like you know you have to have the parts around that person. It takes some time. And, uh, and actually, I was going to say the Broncos. I feel like, okay, we got some veteran guys on that defense, but we need some new blood on that defense. I'm not, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of big names. Sometimes the big names don't all get along, you know? Who's top dog? What's happening? It's kind of, I don't know, psychology. but Um, Top dog is Peyton Manning. and Everyone knows that. You all bow down
0: to Peyton Manning. I don't care if he's playing while you're playing or not. You do what he says. You hear that, Tlaib? I am. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Tlaib and where. He
1: can't hear that now that Wes Welker knocked him out again.
0: Well, yeah. yeah. The beast. Yeah, I wonder how that's going to play out. I'm super excited to see that. He was so maybe cute in his interview about that. Did you see it? He was just like, you know, it was a football move. Like it's fine. I'm not angry. Like, you know, it's Wes Welker. <laughs> it's like it's like the little toddler of the NFL. How can he yeah. be mad if he hurts yeah. you? It's like oh, plus
1: what? Yeah, you look like a total wuss if you hold a grudge against a hobbit that knocked you out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know seriously. That, you know that Ware
0: and Talib were on the same pl- plane heading to Denver together. You know, totally. Elway, did that on purpose because Elway's. I'm sure Talib was
1: like, "Watch out for that shady little Welker kid." Well, I
0: mean, that's why yeah. Ware signed with them. He's like, "All right, I see you got Taleb here. Talib here. I see, you know, you're doing this move and this move with Ward and whatnot." And he's like, "You're talking about now," and I think that's where the Broncos are in. In mode is they're talking about the next two years and they'll figure out you know the Broncos after that later (laughs) we might have a few tough years afterwards but that probably
1: leads to Brandon too you know what she's saying though because you have you can't only think about this year like drafting like it takes years to see you know fruits of your labor with a draft yeah especially like your fifth and sixth round picks you know when they really come to fruition it's I don't know I'm I hope they don't go, ooh, we were so good in free agency. We'll just draft for fun. I don't think that's just going to happen. But, you know, it, it's it's nerve-wracking. It's nerve-wracking. Um, we don't need another receiver. No. No. Can I say that? No one needs a receiver. Um, the other thing, you know, yeah, I mean, you joke about it, but the Panthers need a wide receiver. And here's a little tip for you. If, you're, if you play in a dynasty league, you need to draft – and pick up, buy, whatever you need to do in your particular league settings, whoever the Panthers draft at wide receiver. Because they have to use them. And they're gonna have to nurture them and they will be a big part of their game plan moving forward for years to come. Because literally there is not a wide receiver on the team that has caught that caught a ball from Cam Newton last year in a game. Not one. Yeah. No one caught a ball. So um, The good yeah. news is that Cam Newton doesn't actually need to throw the ball. Right. Well, he's going to have to because he just had ankle <laughs> surgery. So uh. things got really crazy over there in Pantherland. Um, also, I think if the Jets draft a running back, that's someone I would watch. I don't, I don't normally. Okay, so this is my concept on life. Or fantasy football, whatever. It <laughs> same is, difference. I same difference. I do not draft uh, rookie quarterbacks. I just I don't do it. Maybe as a backup like late late rounds, but I, I don't consider them my starter. I also don't draft first year wide receivers because it takes a long time to develop that chemistry. And this isn't standard leagues, not dynasty. But rookie running backs. If they're in a if they're in a team that wants to run, they will get production. They're actually really great. If you look historically at rookie running backs, they're actually pretty darn good if they get in the right situation. Last year, Le'Veon Bell, um, Zach Stacy, Zach Stacy was a big one. You know, the year before, Alfred Morris. It just it it keeps going. So, and even Mike James was a rookie last year and he came in for um Doug Martin and he did a good job until he got hurt, but I don't know. So, I guess a running back to the Jets would be very interesting
0: to me. Well, we'll see. We'll see. There are some teams out there that uh I mean, Jacksonville Jaguars, I know we forget that they're in the NFL, but they are and they need work. Um Definitely as well, always. They're like the Oakland Raiders. (laughs) It's just like, oof. Pick it up. Pick it up. Well, let's move right into sleepers then. Quarterbacks. Some free agency moves. Some of the quarterbacks' favorite targets left. Who is going to be the sleeper this year in 2014? I think it is crazy town that no one's talking about Nick Foles at all.
1: I don't even hear his name. Like, the guy averaged averaged 20 points per game and he only played in 13 of those two of which he only sort of played yeah he averaged only two people averaged more points per game and that was Peyton Manning and Drew Brees and you know that Aaron Rodgers is going to go before him you know uh Drew Brees Peyton Manning obviously but even like Andrew Luck Tom Brady maybe even Cam Newton Matt Stafford I mean he's I can't believe that no one is talking about this guy. He was also the Pro Bowl MVP. Yep. So he can actually play with anybody. He was throwing to receivers he didn't even know. I'm I'm just super impressed with him. He's like he's not probably technically a sleeper, but what he is is someone that no one's talking about and he should be up there with Peyton Manning and Drew Brees. And I know that sounds crazy. But he only threw two interceptions all year. I don't think it's crazy at all. I guess in my head it's cuz I I just assume that he's not asleep sleeper, that everyone knows how good he is. <laughs> Maybe that's a bad assumption.
0: He was available in sixty percent of leagues in week fourteen. That's yeah, not that's banana crazy. It's because everybody owned Michael Vick style. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no. So you're saying you draft Nick Foles over Michael Vick at the Jets? Really? Totally. <laughs> um, it's not serious. I almost, it's not serious.
1: I almost collapsed <laughs> because I got very scared by that question.
0: Yeah. Mark Sanchez is a, a very good Aaron handcuff, Rogers. people. I'm just saying. Not at all. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that.
1: But I, would, I would almost pick Nick Foles over Aaron Rodgers. I know that sounds crazy, but to me, that's that's where he is. It's so hard because Aaron Rodgers is like, a great
0: season this year. But I, well, I agree. Also, I like
1: Foles. They got, their offense is just so strong and fast. It's no, yeah. only gotten stronger. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's not going no. anywhere.
1: Now with Darren Sproles, yeah. he has another that's guy that's going to that. I offense think it's crazy, too. Yeah, they're
0: going to be. God, that was such a good pickup. They're going to be the Broncos of the South mm, for so sure. Yeah, I like them. I'm sorry, not South. I don't south. know why I said South. That's exciting. <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> Eagles fans are crying. <laughs> they're like, don't, don't you dare. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, Ashley, who's your sleeper for quarterbacks?
1: <laughs> Brandon's going to love it. <laughs> uh, I said I am not sure, you know, he himself is actually so much a sleeper, but his arrival to the team makes the team a bit of a sleeper, and that would be Michael Vick. <laughs> <laughs> Vick still has a spark of magic, and I think he's going to really push Geno Smith to be better and more accountable. I do think, you know, that Vic will get the start. Um, but do I think Geno's supposed to be a top-ten quarterback? Absolutely not. Um, I think you're going to see a vast improvement over him, largely due to Michael Vick. and I'm sure Michael Vick's impeding injury that will happen week three or four. That, that's what we should be guessing, is what week Vic is actually going to go out with an injury. Um, I think I'm making five or six. Five or six. All right. No, I, I do. I think that's what I'm saying, week three. Is Trey Derek Decker so still got still got Vic at that point? Yeah, you know, but I think ultimately Geno Smith mm-hmm. will end as the starting quarterback, and I think that he's going to be able to learn under Vic. So I think as a whole, that position is a bit of a sleeper because I think that both are going to be able to produce in a sense because they're going to both push each other.
0: Interesting. That doesn't
1: mean fantasy wise I'd pick either one of them up, but I think that it provi- it's an interesting situation. Is how I put that.
0: So I'm probably not as so much of a sleeper. as more just like a, I'm intrigued. This is my moment for turn around. Every <laughs> now, now and then <laughs> I <again>. get. <sighs> Uh Tampa Bay, hello. Uh, uh hello. they've killed it the off season. Uh, they've killed it this offseason thus far. I'm sorry. I am so excited about McCowan. I can't even breathe at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, I thought the Bears should have dropped Cutler and kept McCowan. I'm so in love with totally. him. Totally. So I I'm he's he's with his old coach. I love Lovey Smith. You have Vincent Jackson who went to one of our hometown colleges here in Colorado. You know, it, Doug Martin's going to be coming back. I mean, it's just like, I, I am so excited. I think McHowan has a few more, like, I think he's going to be like, just one of those guys that's going to like blow people away and the the end of his career. And nobody even knew he had a career for the first, you know, 10 years. It's just so exciting. I'm Kurt Warner. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He is a Kurt Warner. no one is I love <laughs> Kurt Warner. I love, love Kurt, <laughs> Kurt Warner. I love McCowan and I'm excited. I think he's going to be the sleeper of 2014. I am pumped. I'm drafting him. That's all I have to say. That's all. I'm, that's my, that's my moment. Love him. Love him. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Wide receivers. That's we okay. have a lot of very talented guys coming out of college this year for receivers. So the draft will be exciting. Let's hope uh, a lot of them go to Carolina. But who's your wide receiver sleeper?
1: Well, Courtney, I'm going to kind of play off what you're saying with the count here, that I think this greatly increases the stock of an already extremely good Vincent Jackson. And if Michael Williams can bounce back from the brotherly stabbing, <laughs> this could also increase his stock as well. I mean, Vincent Jackson ranked in at 13th best wide receiver last year, and I think this move will bump him into the top 10. I think no question in the top ten, you know. And Alshon Jeffrey was a heck of a lot better when McCown was in because he got targeted more. And I think Mike Williams, who has been a little bit of a troubled child over the years, could also benefit from McCown's presence. And I'd be intrigued to see what it could be done with them because I think with Vincent Jackson, it's going to free up Williams more. And I think it's just going to be ugh, the Bucks are going to be good. They're going to be really good this year. But I think vi- I think the Bucks are going to draft a wide right receiver. I, I think they're kind of done with Mike Williams. I could see them picking up one of these studs. I could see, it, but either way, that that wide receiver two position, which is Mike Williams as of right now, that that looks good. You know, I they're gonna have a good offense. They're gonna have a real good offense. And like when we coordinate with Dougie Dougie Martin coming
0: back, stoked. So exciting! I'm a Buccaneers fan. I never yeah. knew it. Sorry, Jets. Goodbye, Tampa Bay. Well, I always <laughs>
1: liked that pirate ship. That's <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. it's true. I mean, that's like the greatest <laughs> so like, guest seating ever. I want one in my apartment.
0: <gasps> oh, it's so
1: nice. I love it. Uh, I like Michael Floyd from Arizona. I think he's on the. I think he might be on the cusp of Stud muffin territory, actually. I think they're going to try to shift a little more to him, and I think I like it. Um, You know, he jumped from 562 yards in 2012 to 1,041 yards in 2013. And the reason why he was still under the radar is because he only had five touchdowns. Not great. Not great. But I think I like what Bruce Arians is doing over there in Arizona in general. So I think the touchdown number will go up, and I'm into it. Also, Cordell Patterson. Uh, I love Cordell Patterson. I love him. And you know I love my Vikings. I have a sentimental little soft spot in my little heart for them. But he he really came on at the end of last season. Big time. And so if they actually commit to Matt Castle or get a quarterback in the draft, I think they're going to commit to Matt Castle. But they need to just commit stick to it and let's like nurture
0: this guy this guy is amazing it's like on this (laughs) off season with like twitter feed and everything is adrian peterson the new gm of the minnesota vikings because it seems like he's the one that's making all these moves on the off season well you know if you come here we all go to the super bowl and you know it's like did they do that
1: they use like vet players to entice these guys to come it's weird little pawns in the game pawns
0: i love Patterson. Until they
1: realize they're coming to the vikings yeah, and that yes. should kill it. i just thought i just thought his enthusiasm especially at the end of last year when like they were out of the race right there was no reason for him to be ball the way that he was i mean he just really took it he kind of became almost a leader in a weird way you love the vikings though I do. I do. I mean, this could be Joe Webb. You'd be like, you know what, guys? He really. <laughs> you guys, I do like Joe Webb. I he do. really took charge that last half of a game, and it could be a good.
0: <laughs> what? I I will say I love Matt Castle, and I'm on the board. Is, is he going to be the starting quarterback? Is that? They did. They did uh, reset a contract. So I mean, if he's throwing the ball, I'm I'm into it. I, I like him. Like Patterson's him. got potential I'm, I'm just busting you, Brandon He's got potential I can't believe He's like the definition of a sleeper He is He is Thank you, Brandon Wikipedia Unfortunately
1: okay. <laughs> It all rides on the quarterback
0: <laughs> I can't believe you guys haven't said Emmanuel Sanders yeah. Hello yeah. Ah, I'm excited I'm so excited Thank you, Emmanuel For coming to the Broncos It's, it's awesome I think Manning's going to have a lot of fun with him You know they had 55 touchdowns last season and with Decker gone and him in, I just feel like he's just, he's going to be beautiful, beautiful in points. People I'm, I'm into him. I I feel like Sanders such a raw talent, but he lacked just
1: a little bit of, Discipline almost, which is exactly what Peyton's going to bring out of him. Absolutely. He's just going to rock it. (laughs) It's going to be awesome. I
0: I just remember during a Broncos game when you could hear one of the the offensive linemen yelling at at Julius and just being like, ah, you know, cursing him out, (laughs) kind of like, because you're. because you made a rookie mistake you know and like I think that's what's so fun about um a veteran team like that is just like they don't mind calling you out right there just being like no Sanders that's not how we play football this is how you're gonna play I think he I think he's gonna take over Wes Welker's wide receiver two spot and I think he's gonna have really good numbers this year so I'm I'm all in with him you got
1: some sleep it doesn't even matter if he's wide receiver five. Yeah. That person still gets a start <laughs> yeah. in, f- in fantasy yeah. football. Yeah. It's it's crazy. That's why I'm like, if they draft a wide receiver, I may throw my clipboard. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? I don't care if that's the best available person. That's crazy, you guys. Just crazy. We need another receiver like a hole in the head. And I
0: guess that's why I didn't bring up Emmanuel Sanders because I kind of was like, we don't even need him.
1: I mean, I know we got God, him he, Decker,
0: but like we have—we so don't need many him as people. a Broncos fan, but you do need him as a fantasy football owner. You can get yeah. him late in the draft, and he will be making you money like Eric Decker did to people last year. Yeah, so he's gonna
1: be an amazing late round pickup yeah. because he's gonna—he's gonna get—he's gonna, get, gonna get the love because they've got what Caldwell, they've got Welker, they've got Sanders, Demarius Thomas. Yeah, but they spread the ball so much—fifty-five touchdowns. I mean, you can't get better than that for. A super late round pick. No. If I had money though, I don't think he's gonna be a late round pick, and I will bet you that he goes before Eric Decker in more than 50% of leagues.
0: And I don't think that's don't, a bad decision. I don't think that's a bad decision either, but I, I disagree with you and I want to write that bet down so I can win money. Hmm. I think the yeah, non-money I think Decker will the non-money go before bet. it's always Sanders. non-money with you, Brandon. <laughs> Always. Uh, I can't help but notice that there are a lot of running backs still available in free agency. You know, yep, running backs are usually the first to go in your fantasy football draft, so it just seems kind of crazy. Who do you think the sleeper is going to be this year?
1: Well, no Sean Moreno is the man. And I it- don't care if he's with the Dolphins or the Broncos. I just... You guys... <laughs> He scored the fifth most fantasy points. How has he not been picked, picked up? Backs. It's crazy. I don't understand. It blows my mind. Uh, I'm literally trying to compute it in my head, and no one talks about him the way that they talk about every other top twenty even running back in fantasy football. No one's talking about him. I'm like you guys, fifth well, Even, even Oli came
0: out and said we're willing to take Marino back on our team, but he's going to have to understand his new role on the team. Like, they're not going to use him as much at all. Like He's not going to be their running back.
1: Yeah, until Monty Ball gives up two sacks right? in one that's, game, that's, and Payton's like, that's "We're what done I with I this." Say. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, and please, No. Sean's a substantially better blocker. Substant- I know. Substantially, that's exactly what I'm I don't. What's confusing here? Here's where I think the problem lies with No. Sean right now, and I'll let you get back to your analysis, Brandon. Is that No. Sean was very. Up and down his entire career, you know he has a great season and then he's out and then he's injury prone and then he's like fumbling and then, but he turned the page last season. You know, like I, it just he feels like a different notion. It's different. I can't explain why. Women's intuition. He's a different player, and he's in it to win it now. He's focused. His head is in the game, and he was amazing last year. And the fact that no one has picked him up right now is like literally. Crazy town to me. I don't understand it.
0: Well, and I think people's feeling is is that Marino was successful because the Broncos had the line that they did. Therefore, he had, you know, an extra five seconds to run that other running backs didn't have. Because but we had, had a lot blocked. of injuries on our line last year. Yeah, except for he, but was, he was part, part of the line. it. Exactly. And yeah. he made plays happen that he wasn't, like, you know, getting credit for. So it was just, it's a very weird thing. I agree. I'm, I'm surprised that he's not getting paid. Not not even just not getting picked up, but he's not getting paid f- for being, you know. Well, he's older, and
1: people are weird about age with running backs, and that's fine. I think that he has a lot of tread left, though, because of the injuries actually. He was out right. a lot, so he didn't get hit a bunch. Um, I think if he goes to the Dolphins, I, don't, I think it's game over. He's the starter. Yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. Lamar, yeah. <laughs> no. Poor Lamar Miller. Game. Um, Giveover. I don't think he'd be the starter Ma- in Denver too. I think Elway trying to put Dead him in his place to sign him at a lower amount and he will be the starter just like this season or last season within two games. Yeah. Three games max. Yeah. Just one, just one little, you know, stint in preseason and it'll all be clear yeah. people. It'll all be clear. Um, I love Rashad Jennings, the giants to me. Yeah. He's one of the top running backs as far as I'm concerned. Just don't in fumble. Next year's draft. He didn't. I know. I'm saying just don't. He actually didn't fumble all last year, which is exactly why, why I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> i Kauffman like, who here has the least amount of fumbles? That guy. I mean, he literally, yeah. So <laughs> that's funny. Andre Ellington, I wrote another article too on our website that's like, uh, he's the man next year because Richard Mendenhall retired at twenty twenty eight, twenty six. 26. I can't remember how old he was. 26, I would say. And now Andre Ellington's the featured back. They have other people, but he's the he's the man. And even Bruce Arians has been saying that they're ready to um Pass the torch. build an offense around him. Build an offense around him. There's <laughs> so a concept. I think, I think I think we're okay with him. But he only had three rushing touchdowns and one receiving last year. But that'll change. That'll change. It's back. Um, and then if we're going deeper, like actual sleepers, Marcel Reese. So we, we've bashed the Raiders. By the way, we actually don't... I don't even have any feelings about the Raiders. I actually like so the I love the Raiders. <laughs> I kind of like them. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, I don't have any <laughs> negative feelings. Like, no one here, you know, it's... We actually feel for you guys. Um, but one of the reasons I feel for you is that Darren McFadden can't stay healthy. And that's been a problem plaguing the organization since he got there. But Marcel Reese is a talent that's not been tapped. And whenever he actually does get tapped, he's really good. And they went with a shot Jennings last year, and Jennings was great. Don't get me wrong, but now that he's not there, I think Marcel Reese, especially like a mid-season pickup, keep your eye out for him, because I think he's going to have to fill in a lot. I think he's going to become a big, bigger part of that offense, and they do have to play offense. They do. Like that, they will be on the field sometimes. Um, I mean, maybe. you know, it's just maybe, it's, maybe. that, and uh, <laughs> you know. All of their sleeper wide receiver picks that everyone picks up thinking there's he's a starter. Um but I do think Marcel Reese is like a deep sleeper. I like it. this was a really hard one for me because I don't think there are really any sleepers um in the fact that I think the top backs are the top backs. I don't think there's gonna be someone that's gonna like magically pop into the top ten that isn't expected. But I think like Baron said for me, no Sean Marino for the pure fact that we don't know where he's going to land yet is a sleeper in itself that like we're saying, it's crazy how literally the guy who had the fifth most fantasy points, doesn't have a team right now. (laughs) That's someone's taking crazy pills. It's insane. Um, Yeah. And I think Alfred Morris will have a better year this year. He's got a little bit more of a leadership role. And I think it was such a mess last year. it would be hard not to have a better year. You know, I think he could break into the top 10. Cause he was, he was really close. And I think Doug Martin is going to come back. And again, uh, the bucks. I just love them, you know? And with Lovey who like Courtney, I can't tell you how much I love Lovey Smith. He's going to really have a little bit more balance to that team. And he's going to kind of have a little bit more grounding. And I think it's going to be awesome. And then Zach Stacy watch out, you know, he was 18th best back last year. And that was as a rookie. Um, he's going to be RB
0: one material this year. He's a beast. He is a beast. And I have to say, I I think that I would – me personally, I'm going to draft wide receivers before my second running back because I just feel like you get one good running back, Mm -hmm. and then I think there's going to be running backs later that you can pick up that are just going to – you know, like Jennings, and I don't think they're going to go right away. I think they're going to be there for you to be able to pick them up so you can get your second wide receiver – Um, third wide receiver, maybe. And I say that even though Julio Jones totally screwed me over last year, still upset about it, but freak injury, (laughs) freak injury. Yeah. They're always freak injuries on my team, but you know, it's, it, (laughs) it's weird looking at wide receivers because the wide receivers names are pretty consistent on who you're going to draft. Whereas this year people who drafted, MJD and Frank Gore and Chris Johnson high up in the draft. You, there's names might. I mean, Chris Johnson might not even be a Titan next year. We don't even know what's happening with him. Uh, you know, MJD's hasn't been picked up. Frank Gore is old. You know, these are all names that just running backs in general really kind of uh, kind of scare me. I'm not. You know, Robinson went to the Saints. He might be a sleeper but the Saints running backs always scare me cuz there's like we have multiple a of multiples of them but Never pick up a Saints running back. But ben. now yeah. that they've lost We all have a but rule, now that They've lost Sproul, It's really going to no. change up that offense. It's not going to be hard the same. fast roll.
1: Not going to be the same. Never draft
0: <laughs> Saints running back. <laughs> it's and I borderline put Patriots in there. Yeah. Yeah. But Patriots are weird. They're just a weird team. I don't know. It's always different with them. But I I am with you. The running backs are pretty, they show their colors pretty soon. Like right away. You'll know who's okay and who you can wait on. Um, And there's a lot of depth in, in the wide receivers. So you can wait too. But tight ends, on the other hand, not so much depth there. So there's Jimmy Graham. And then there's everybody else. Oh, uh, and yeah. um, Daniels was released by the Texans and still hasn't found a home. Uh, you know, which which tight end do you think is going to argue for a wide receiver franchise tag in twenty fifteen? You guys, anybody get sneak up and give Jimmy Graham some competition?
1: <laughs> oh, the no tight ends. Uh, this is a the position like, the new you might wide well
0: receivers of drama. I feel like I love yeah, it. Yeah,
1: slash the position you might as well have forgotten about last year. If you didn't have Jimmy, if you Graham. didn't have Jimmy Graham, I mean it was, ter- it was terrible to say, but it's kind of true. I mean,
0: Vernon Davis is amazing uh, as well. He's just no Jimmy <clears> Graham,
1: right? I mean, obviously, we won't even mention Jimmy Graham because he's a no-brainer, you know. And although they're still in contract talks with the Saints, so that's interesting. But they're confident that's going to happen. I think he should be the number one pick of the draft. <clears throat> I, the I would, I would football. agree with that. Um, I think as far as tight ends who did well last year, I think both Julius Thomas and Jordan Cameron made a name for themselves um, as best as anyone could in that position last year. Um, But, you know, Thomas was more consistent, but he has Peyton Manning throwing to him. So it'd be hard to not be your best when he's your quarterback. Whereas Jordan Cameron is the complete opposite where he had a rotation of QBs and his performance was entirely dependent upon which quarterback was playing. And I think as Bran has said, you know, the Browns is, should be like a, quarterback mecca you should want to go there if you are a quarterback right now with all the different wide receivers and Jordan Cameron but you know nonetheless Cameron made an impact when he wasn't so I think those are two of some of the better tight ends for this year you all need to jump on drafting old faithful Greg Olson <laughs> he will be that that pick that you make that everyone's like Ugh boring sure yeah he's boring he averaged 7.35 points per game and if you had a tight end at all last year you know that's amazing
0: (laughs) (laughs) people were like can i get three points please i'm Uh, like as long as he catches one ball i'm totally happy with his performance (laughs) they didn't zero out on you you're like awesome thanks keeping him in the lineup
1: Kobe Fleener and Jordan Cameron are almost on my do not draft list because last year was an emotional roller coaster that I still haven't gotten it off. Was. It's terrible. No one got off. No one. <laughs> but Cameron does so. all quarterback. I, I agree with you because I had Cameron and there were points where I was like about ready to kill him. But it was all in the quarterback. There were times bad. where he wouldn't catch a, a ball until like the fourth quarter. Well, there were times that he didn't catch a ball, but then there were other times where he didn't catch a ball until the fourth quarter. It was always the but fourth quarter in this the minimalist? last five minutes, and you're like, "Is this going to happen to me again? Is this seriously happening to me?" Yeah. And then bad, he catches a, a touchdown and, in the last yeah, like two minutes.
0: I agree. Bad coaching, bad, bad quarterback. Bad coaching, bad yeah, quarterback. That's yeah, too bad not for him. him. He
1: t us every yeah, week. He did. He did. Nothing happened until the fourth quarter, but not his fault per se. So hard. Well, I would like to have a regular guy. (laughs) Greg Olson is a regular guy where I can, you know, stay regular, eat my fiber. I'm fine, okay? I'm fine with Greg Olson. And, frankly, Cam Newton doesn't have anyone else to throw to. So he's going to be the only person that he knows on the field. I like it. Keep it. I'd agree with that. Also, don't forget about Jordan Reed because he was awesome until he got hurt. Now, he had a season-ending concussion. Supposedly, he's A-OK, He is finally through all the tests, and it was very scary. But he was really good. He also had a 7.74 average, so the seven-point range when he was playing, and he was a rookie. So if he's there all of the games, he only started four games. (laughs) And, I mean, he's pretty great. So I think this guy has a huge upside. So he's kind of my... Hopefully everyone else forgets about him, but you remembered him in the draft, guy. Yeah, lots of upside. It's just, it's, uh, it's the
0: Redskins. Well, that's what Dicey. I was going to say. I love, I I love Jordan happen. Reed, but it's all going to, I'm interested to see the chemistry in, in Washington because it was very off last year, and I wonder if it's, RG3 mm-hmm. is the problem? Is the GM the problem, an owner? Or is this, you know, is it going to be all okay this year? So I will say this is
1: why shameless plug to watch preseason games, but it's extremely important to watch preseason games before your draft because of things like this, Courtney, like you're saying, you're going to be able to get a feel during a game, how his chemistry with RG three is, or is RG three going to still be the quarterback or is it the coach? This is when you'll be able to kind of test this out to know, yeah, you know, I'm going to listen to Brandon. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to draft him. RG three loves say. Jordan Reed. We know that.
0: RG three loves Jordan Reed, but you know. But will the new coach and the new offensive right. schemes exactly. have him in the place? Exactly. Talk, you know, who knows. Tight tight ends, man. Just get Jimmy Graham, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that's the plan which is possible. Uh, i would sell my All children for jimmy graham the season there you go there you go mm. he's the one mm. sorry two Seattle's adorable girls defense. for sale <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> i would do it for yeah. no money <laughs> seriously <sighs> oh. yes i'll just buy them for no lots money. of
0: moves and free agency on the defensive side of the game we did talk about the broncos a bit who made the best moves and who is going to be the worst defense.
1: <laughs> so on day 1 of free agency, I said, you know what, we live in a world where Blaine Gabbert is taken, but Jared Allen is still on the market. And well, not anymore. That ended up happening all the other days after free agency too. And I was like, what, how is this guy? So anyway, you know, there was a lot of, I'm, you know, weighing my options and the deals and, and he did get a good deal. He finally found a home with the bears. He got a four year deal, which is great for him. Great fit. Um, but you know, I love this great fit. I love this move. It's probably one of my favorite moves of the whole free agency and it didn't happen right away. And that's kind of interesting. So this, this morning I woke up and I saw this article titled, Alan Puts the Bears in Super Bowl Conversation. Now, it was a Chicago Tribune article.
0: <laughs> I was say, and Jay Cutler takes um, them right out of that, doesn't he? Um,
1: <laughs> Ghostwriter. Yeah. Just like in Oakland, uh, Schaub also puts them into Super Bowl contention, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> the, the author's last name is Cavallari. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, was it, not that. So I, I actually thought, you know, that isn't as crazy as it sounds. Because last year, they were fantastic on offense. Unbelievably great with both QBs. Because frankly, Brandon Marshall, Alshon Jeffrey, and Matt Forte, that trio... Awesome. By the way, Matt Forte, in my opinion, may need to be the number one running back next year. Moving on. I think that their defense, I was just so glad that the Bears and the Cowboys existed because they were the only reason people weren't talking about the Broncos being terrible. Because uh, they were terrible. Just yeah. terrible. And in fact, the uh, Bears tied for the least sacks in the league. They tied with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ouch. In case you are wondering. Ouch. <laughs> that's that's a real stat. And now they're getting Jared <laughs> Allen, who's a pass rusher. This is what he does, okay? He's a defensive end that's gone double-digit sacks every year for the last seven years. He's a man, people. He's a man. He's going to bring that mullet to Chicago,
0: and people are going to love And it is going to fly in the wind, let me tell you. Oh, I am yeah. excited. I am excited he is a Bears I you
1: know what i think he's an upper midwest kind of player i'm glad he stayed in that division i'm glad he's in cold weather he gets to be fiery Uh, but you know what people aren't talking about it but the bears also re-signed charles tillman they picked up lamar houston from oakland we talked about him earlier willie young defensive end ryan mundy safety from pittsburgh that was a big one md jennings and you know what? I think Mark Tresman's kind of brilliant. So I'm just adding bonus points to all those people. I was super sad to see Lovey leave because, again, my love for Lovey Smith is probably not healthy. But <laughs> I also like Mark Tressman. You know, it's one of those situations where you got one of your girlfriends and she breaks up with her boyfriend. You're like, oh, I really loved that guy. And you don't want to like the new guy she dates. You're like, oh, he's He's pretty cool too. I don't know. But you, feel like you're che- you feel like you're cheating on the boyfriend that she never should have broke up with in the first place. But the other guy's kind of cool too. You know what I'm talking about? That's Mark Tressman for me. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, he's so nerdy. So hot. ner. I, no, nerdy. Nerdy hot. There's nothing hot about Mark Trussman. <laughs> I think so. He's kind of like Harold Ramis. <sighs> oh my gosh. We're talking Brandon.
0: I only have eyes for lovey. No.
1: Courtney, can you back me up that Mark Trusman is not hot? Not hot. Not hot. Not hot. Okay, I didn't. I didn't mean like aesthetically, but he's aesthetically. Like intellectual
0: <laughs> hot. <laughs> I mean, I, I is, don't this know. A, is this a Tanning Hill kind of affair hot. we have going on right. here, Brandon, round two? This? I, I feel it. I'm just Courtney. Saying. I think you need
1: to dedicate a nerdy hot trustman page on Pinterest for Brandon. <laughs> There's a thing for that. I. <laughs> There there are there <laughs> yeah, is a thing like for that, I suppose. Out. You're right. But I, I will agree I, with the his. glasses. I don't know. I'll agree with these brilliance because I think what's great about this Allen move is that the Bears were such when you thought the Bears, you thought defense, you know? And they had that with Erlacher. And then Erlacher goes away and they just lost it. You know, and Erlacher yeah. wasn't even that productive his last few years, but he had that veteran leadership and he had command of that team and he left and they just fell apart. And I think Alan's gonna bring that back.
0: You bring know Bring it back.
1: Leadership. Leadership. And the mullet. And the culinary academy. <laughs> That's my favorite part is whenever they list people on his thing same- where he goes to school, he's like Culinary Academy. And then he's whipping up something it's, when yeah. he gets a sack. <laughs> He didn't go to the Culinary Academy. Whip it's it ridiculous. Up. Like the guy who said he went to Hogwarts. But his wife did. His <laughs> wife went to Culinary Academy, which is why he said it. I hope people are gonna actually look out for that if they were unaware that he actually lists that as his call.
0: Oh man. It, you know what it reminds me of is the real housewives when they have their phrase after they introduce themselves, you know? It's like Yeah. <laughs> culinary Academy. Whip it up. Whip it up. Wait. I wish you guys could all see us because we're all whipping up a different dish right now. We're just... They're yeah. throwing our spatulas everywhere. He's <laughs> awesome. Maybe if I call him, I can learn how to
1: properly saute because clearly, no, no keep, that a yeah. keep that a problem.
0: Keep that a problem. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Sm- smartest thing you just did for your marriage ever <laughs> crowding the mushrooms. <laughs> Ashley, who do you got?
1: Ugh, okay, so yes, I'm a homer, I will admit it, um, but the Broncos did a smash-up job getting TJ Ward, DeMarcus Ware, and Equip to lead. I mean, they did, I, you know, I also support the decision to get rid of Champ, I know that's probably not a favorable support here in Denver, but he's getting a little old, a little injury-prone, and I am sad about seeing Wesley Woodard go, though, that one I am really sad about.
0: I agree with you, Ashley, I got some really bad backlash on the fact that I was like, Champ, Bye. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was like, mm. I don't. I was like, he didn't even play
1: half the season. Why are people mad about this? So I mean, I get it. I think we felt bad. We felt like we owed it to him to get him a a Super Bowl ring, and I, I feel a little bad about that. But we got to... You know. I, you know what? I hate that because you know what? Don't all these guys think they deserve a Super Absolutely. Bowl ring? Yeah, I And mean, go to the Patriots. Okay, like, all right. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah. laughs>
0: If
1: you can't win one. Go cheat with one. Go cheat. Go cheat on
0: him. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh. (laughs) but with that said you know even though i am a homer you would think that my home is tampa with how much i've talked about my love for tampa bay on this show but they made some really smart moves on defense and perhaps the best job freeing up dale revis's salary was brilliant Mm -hmm. again people felt pretty strongly about shipping out one of their best players but he had a ton of money tied up with that salary cap so freeing that up let them address some needs in a more universal way with michael johnson who was probably the best defensive end prospect period in free agency and also verner was another great grab so for me the bucks mean business this year and i think they have done a killer job in the offseason and i'm excited to see what they do with the draft it's i love how lovey's just like this is his revenge yeah totally don't you feel it there's something, like, Shakespearean about it. Well, you, could, the like, you could, like, you could feel Lovey. John
0: Elway's t- t- testosterone go up the first day of free agency. And then, like, you could, like, <laughs> feel it with Levy Smith when he had that press conference with his four new amazing people. And that doesn't even yeah. include Josh McCowan. He was like, yeah. Yeah, let's have a pissing contest now, Chicago. And I just love it. I hope yeah. – I. I I'm a Tampa Bay girl, so therefore I can no longer be a Bears fan. Not that I ever was, but I wouldn't be anymore. That's... So is it official, Courtney, you're switching to Tampa Bay versus the Jets this year? I think so. I think so. I, I, I... <laughs> Now that the Jets have names on their team, like Michael Vick and Eric Decker, they're like, not like the underdogs anymore. They're not like the nobody team. Oh, I don't we'll know. Just, well, I mean, <laughs> people are going to be talking about them now, you know. And they, nobody, yeah. like, everyone was like, "Oh, poor Jets, whoever plays on that team." So, not that pe- not the people hate the Colts? will say that about Tampa Bay, but they're now they're my new favorite because you know they've got everybody. I just love, you know, I just can't help <laughs> it. I just and the Colts are okay now. Everybody out there that hates me for hating the Colts, I'm okay with them. Do you have beard and all? I'm okay with it.
1: I feel like they also didn't really participate in free agency.
0: Not really.
1: Not much. They just kind of, I mean, it's hard to compete. Well, Ursay was with, getting arrested. I mean, so, I mean, that probably caused, you know. Yeah, he was busy. He was busy. Um, <laughs> he was busy. <laughs> Um, but the patriots did a lot too we're not ignoring the patriots Patriots. yeah that was that was a tough one because they did a really good job yeah and i think getting jarrell revis i think he's still a big talent i think he's actually even gonna be better next year than he was last year and i don't think he was terrible last year but the the bucks had some problems they did last year absolutely i think that's a that's kind
0: (laughs) aren't you a little excited (laughs) to see
1: jarrell revis and belichick like how that's gonna all pan out
0: I, I'm surprised with yeah. of these off season moves for Belichick because to me they're very off colored for that franchise. You know, like it just yeah, it's, it's very bold. bold, it's very yeah. weird moves for Belichick's blood pressure. I just I'm calling out if somebody's gonna fall on the field this year, it's gonna be Belichick. I'm just saying. I don't know if his heart can handle what he just did to himself this off season. But we'll see. We'll see <laughs> what he just did to himself. Maybe well, he's so the GM many personalities. He doesn't like that many personalities. He likes controlling everything. You know, That's true. he does. That's he true. doesn't like any sort of back talking. And I feel like he put that on his team this this off season. So, oh well. What do you guys think Rob Gronkowski is going to play? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> how many games we need to have like an, an over and under and how many
0: games of so our most injury prone favorite players will play this year that's what we should that's do. that's fun that is actually really fun over or under uh yeah, will make more than 60. although it's very
1: serious and sick, of course but you know at a certain point it's like i just i can't expect a different result no. no you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the definition of insanity, right? Is doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different result. Well, if you're going to draft Gronkowski again and wait for him to get healthy again, you're just going to know you're going to be frustrated. Well, you have just to know it. that at that's best, what it is. he's going to play, right. you know, 12 games. 12 full games. Generous. Generous. That's
0: high. Yeah. That's high. That doesn't mean you don't draft yeah. him
1: because he's still going to get you more points than most tight ends, period, even in those 12 games. But just... Be, absolutely yeah, be aware but then aware. don't don't email me and say hey her fantasy football I can't believe Rob Gronkowski isn't playing this I week I can't believe I it can. I-, <laughs> <laughs> like, I just come on let's just you know it's the same thing with Michael Vick okay I'm but sure Michael he's Vick good is like the- five ten one no he's like six foot whatever He's, t- he's, he's, tini- he's tiny he's for yeah, a quarterback. Whereas Gronk is a big mofo, and he gets <laughs> hurt all the time. Like This guy's like 6'8", 700 pounds, and he's breaking yeah, fibulas. And not fibulas, but the guy's just like breaking bones left and right. Confused. Like, give this guy some calcium.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? Five milligrams, stat. Let's move it. seriously. There's got to
1: be something. Yeah, no, I agree. I just, it's hard. I think that's what I'm I'm most concerned about in, like, these, like, March times. Like, who's getting surgery for what? We could do a whole show about surgeries. Yeah. Who's doing what? But there are are some players that are completely, doesn't matter if they're hurt. You know, like your favorite Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, the guy plays with broken bones all the time. (laughs) So does, that injury report doesn't matter. He's still got to play
0: and probably play well and play well. That's right. Real fast here before we close the show up for the night. Uh, first college football t- or first college football team to become a union, I believe, happened today, which means they want their money, people. Ladies, how do you feel about college players getting paid? I know it's not really relevant to fantasy, but it does affect. It does affect whether people come out of college or not.
1: I think that uh, I think players should have control over their image. Meaning that if you're going to sell a jersey with their number on it that is specifically for them, I actually do think that that it would be... It's kind of like having... I guess everyone says, oh, but people don't get paid to be science majors. Well, no, but they can take an internship. Whereas if you go to college and you're playing football, there's no like internship opportunity. There's no way to make money. And I think that that can change. Also, I think that if... I don't like the fact that they use them in those NCAA football video games forever. They don't have to pay anyone. So they're using Adrian Peterson in the historic one, and they don't have to pay him. And that's an acting job. They actually have them go in and do voiceover work even. I mean, like, it's just really weird. So I get not having them, you know, I know that they're students, but also students do get paid for things. That does happen. <laughs> it just, I think it's a little weird. I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. I think it's hard because I think we're getting... <clears throat> Should they? Am I okay with them getting paid? Yes. But I'm talking real... Small sums here. I'm talking supplemental income because these guys have bills just like we do. And yes, they're on a scholarship and they aren't paying for their school and books and whatnot, but there's only a portion of yeah, them, are scholarship. them are on scholarship. yeah, scholarships. Yeah, only a portion. Yeah. So it's, and they have a schedule where they can't work. And, you know, like for me, I worked all throughout college and did sorority stuff and did school full time. I mean, like you, you have the ability to make money and these guys don't. Now, do I think they should be making. Crazy good money, absolutely not. I'm talking like a couple thousand, maybe a thousand, couple thousand a month, like what a normal person would make. Give them whatever a part-time working college salary might be.
0: Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you with you ladies. I think that you know they're bringing in millions of dollars to these schools, so they can improve the science program and. And what not to be more, you know, desirable for other majors to come. And um, when your coach is making millions of dollars and the trust fund has millions upon millions upon millions of dollars in it um, for their college, I think that's crazy. I think I like a former football player, NFL player came out and said, you know, like, pay for my school, pay for my schooling, What's to say that I can't be in the NFL and go get my master's or, you know, another degree or whatever, you know, pay for my, the rest of my schooling. I should be able to go back to college and you should be able to pay for it, you know. I think that's a totally a fair deal. Um, I also think that, you know, they should get, you know, benefits that aren't, isn't money, as you said, like free tickets to the game for their family and, uh You know, things that's not, because what you're afraid of is them getting into trouble. When they have that much money and they're so young, that's, that's, you don't want them to get into trouble. You don't want it to be um, off the field problem. And so I think it should be, pay them in, pay them in school.
1: But there still should be rules, like, where they can't just be, like, signing autographs on everything and making, like, ridiculous amounts of money either. I mean, there's there's and I get nervous- i think people get nervous because then you've got certain schools like u s c that tend to like to bend the rules a bit and shift funds around and are already paying their players essentially <laughs> um, and that's where it gets a little dicey, so I think there has to be a lot of rules set into place, and it can't be like you're saying lots of money just
0: just enough to be what a normal college student would me. My husband's like, did you ever go to, because I went to CSU, um, Colorado State, and he's like, did you ever go to CSU Rams games? And I was like, yeah. But in that case, like, I think the fans should be paid, not the football players, because that <laughs> was painful. But, and that's when I went. That was a long time ago. Um, but, you know, CU Boulder games are so much fun, you know, and it's, you have a full stadium, and it's, you know, they're, Even though they're awful, it's still, like, an enjoyable thing to do. People still put a lot of money into it, and, you know, it is what it is. So good luck. I hope everybody gets their money. And including you, Maurice Jones-Drew, find a team and get paid. I'm not drafting you, but I do want you to play. Ruin somebody else's team. Oops. I thought he did get a team.
1: Did he not get a team? MJD?
0: I don't think so. Did he? Am I crazy? Maybe he did. I th- You know what?
1: You guys, I could be having dreams about these guys getting picked up, which is No, yeah, like he's not picked lucky. up.
0: Steelers have interest in him, but he... Ha- that's yeah. what it
1: was, because I was terrified for Le'Veon Bell. That's what I've been having nightmares about. <laughs> I knew I was having nightmares about him being picked up, and that's what it was. <laughs> because supposedly they're interested, and I'm like, no, 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 well, no, no. Well, so are the
0: Jets, I guess, I need too. Le'Veon. So. That would be awesome. So.
1: I would rather him go to the Jets, where they don't, you know, it's Chris Ivory and Blau Powell, which, you know, sure they're nice guys, <laughs> but um, you know. Uh, but with Le'Veon Bell, it was like, stay away from him, do not touch him, do not, do not mess
0: up my love. Like what? I, I like it. Him. Well, guys, next time we'll see you it is the last week of April. We're excited to hear from you from for April, and don't forget, we will be at the draft May eighth, the tenth. So come find her fantasy Ooh. football we're excited to chat with you thanks again and don't forget to stop by herfantasyfootball.com to subscribe and go to itunes and give us a five-star ranking we love you because we love you. until next week no more faking it.